Welcome to Ryanair's Try Somewhere New podcast with us, Andrew and Emily from Along Dusty Roads. We're a travel blogging couple with a mission to help people travel more and travel better. In this series, we're going to be exploring five different European destinations to give you a little flavour of the travel experience in each and some inspiration for your own trip. In this episode, we're in cool and creative Krakow in Poland. So we are sitting in this beautiful little park on the outskirts of the old town in Krakow. It's a late spring day, busker singing in the distance, lots of people milling around. It just feels like quite joyful right now. And this is actually our second time in Krakow, but uh, the first time we actually didn't see much of the city. Why is that, Emily? There might have been a Polish wedding with quite a bit of vodka. Yeah. But we're going to put that to rights. It's our only Eastern European city out of these five breaks yeah. that we're doing. I'm imagining there's going to be a quite different vibe, like with architecture, with food, with culture, with everything, really. Uh, so lots of things that kind of we like to enjoy when we're on city break, because it's not just about like seeing all the sights in a city, it's also kind of just trying to enjoy yourself as well and, and, and have fun, but where they speak a different language or you can have a different beer. Yeah, um, or so, vodka, or vodka. the case maybe. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing more of Krakow. Fingers crossed this uh, lovely weather holds out for a few more days. Our guide Selina helps us kick things off with a tour around Katzmiers, the old Jewish quarter of Krakow. It was founded in 1335 by Kazimir the Great. That was our best king. And the name Kazimierz is a very popular name, the kind of name that never go out of fashion, you know. My father names Kazimierz, so I have very big feelings towards King Kazimierz the Great. And he's the only king we call great. The city of Krakow had been planned in 13th century in 1247 and it was so attractive so many people came in that only 100 years later there was no more place city was finished so you cannot extend it because of city walls it was packed so the easiest way was to plan a twin city and that's that's something what have happened in europe many cities the best example is Budapest. Two cities which then were glued together. We had city of Krakow and here city of Kazimierz. The thing was that the river was not like this. The river till 19th century came this way and that was an island. I, I really recommend you to come here in the evening. It's really full. So when you make a pub crawl, when you meet yeah. friends, you don't go to the city center. Yeah. Yeah. City center is for tourists. Yeah, this we spent, is, this we is ours. spent too many evenings here whenever okay. we could do that. <laughs> okay, so you know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. What's the name of this uh, circular red brick uh, one-story It was a slaughterhouse. Oh, slaughterhouse? Oh, really? Yes, yeah. So ah. we come now to a place which was added to a Jewish town. So Jewish town was developed from the very tiny area there, then it was expanded. This it took this part in 19th century, and that was a free market, and of course a ritual slaughterhouse was needed. And so just now there's a, a, is it a flea market, an antiques market? People are just setting up stalls with lots of jewellery and bric-a-brac and antiques. And then at this brick structure in the middle, there's people queuing up to get the snack, which I can never remember or pronounce the name of. Zapinkanki. Zapinkanki. Oh, these watches are fabulous. So we are 
What is the name of this uh, the, the square? Play, the place uh, is Platz Nove, which means a yeah. new square. This is like the main square of uh, this neighborhood, yeah. This one, absolutely. So this is also like a kind of fancy place to go out. Yeah. Yeah. With a lot of cafes, with a bowling place, with a... This is a very good uh, music club, Alchemia. 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 So they organize a really great concert. They have a small stage. Yeah. It's very hard to get tickets okay. <laughs> for the okay. concerts. And so, so there's yeah. lots of places to come for a drink along the four sides. Every space on all four sides seems to be taken up with bars and restaurants. You, what we don't really have here, you don't have fancy, expensive restaurants. You have to look for them in Kazimierz. So we're just hunkered down at an urban coffee, one of the many excellent little coffee shops here mm -hmm. in Katsmeers, and planning out the rest of today. So it looks like there's... Looks like is we're this the go, contemporary art museum yeah. you were talking about? Yeah, so we can go south of the river, across yeah. that bridge that we were just taking a look at. And we're thinking we're probably going to go to Forum first. And then maybe if we just walk along the river bend. Yeah, sounds good. And there's the... The Museum of Contemporary Art, Mossack. Mm -hmm. So I think that could be a plan? I think it's a plan. I think it's an excellent plan. Cool. OK, so just put that in the map with a star. There. Okay. <coughs> we are just outside Forum now, and we've had some very affordable, very tasty uh, vegan, vegan hot dogs. Yeah, the vegan and vegetarian food scene in Poland is exceptionally good. To be honest, it's been easier to get the sort of food that we want. Yeah here than in London and yeah than anywhere else in the UK to be honest. It's a Tuesday afternoon just now, it's a bit drizzly so um, you know it's not that busy but you can tell Forum's a really cool space. It's built inside this hotel which it says took 11 years to complete but then ended up being a bit of a failure yeah. uh, and then the creators took it over a few years ago and created a really cool like cultural space. It's like a craft beers and there's a place to see live music. I believe there's an underground nightclub yeah i think on the weekends and like fridays friday nights as well it'd be a really popular venue and summertime summer. as well it's got outside space by the river yeah, deck chairs yeah very important in the summer sun so uh we've got full bellies now the rain has not abated yet but we are gonna brave it with our umbrellas and walk along the river towards the other side to the contemporary art museum cool So we are currently sitting inside Krakow's Museum of Contemporary Art. It was absolutely incredible. That's um, one of the best contemporary art galleries I've been to ever. Yeah, ever. actually, ever. And we've seen been to quite a few, but this was every single installation, almost without exception, was really thought-provoking, quite weird, but yeah, in we a wonderful way. strange <laughs> places mentally in there. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the exhibitions on at the moment is Nature and Art, and one of the installations was two suspended perspex, uh, kind of tiny little greenhouses yep. called florariums. With a hole in the bottom through which you could put your head. You stick your head in there and you're just immersed in this nature within the box. And it sounds as though it could be quite claustrophobic or quite unsettling. And it was actually the most calming yep. experience I've had in a very long... It just is... I felt like at peace instantly. It was, yeah, brilliant. Can we get one of those? I think so. The Museum of Contemporary Art in Krakow was open in 2011 mm -hmm. and it's a bargain to get in. It's 15, 14 zloty, yeah, which, which is, is just under three quid. three quid. So if it's got exhibitions consistently as good as the one we've just mm -hmm. seen, I'd 
definitely put it straight up to the top yep. five things to do yep. here whilst you're in Krakow. So yeah, really glad that we added yep. this um, to it. And it's a good excuse to come south of the river, even if it's just for a few hours. Mm-hmm. The next day, with the sun finally out, it's time for us to strap in for something a little less sedate. You got the seatbelt on, yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys don't have seatbelts. No, so. I was thinking I didn't. Just don't look for them. Uh, they're only in, the, only in the front. It turns out that the team behind Krakow's Crazy Guides tour company like to do things a little differently. Uh, so we're here in Mateki Square in Krakow, and Jarek is our driver guide, and we've got this fantastic mustard yellow car which to me looks like it's straight out of the 50s or 60s 60s yeah actually uh, 60s design but it was made in exactly the same year as me so 1986 actually so just looks older because okay. they never changed them yeah it's just perfect car so there's no need for any changes yeah like quite typically for the eastern bloc once they developed something the car said they started to make them they made them like for as long as they could, yeah. <laughs> and so what's what's the name of the it's car? What? Brand is Trabant. Trabant. Here, you Trabant. get it here on the back of the car, oh, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. It's still there, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so it's Trabant, it's from East Germany. Very nice, you'll see. <laughs> and so this is going to be our ride through the streets yeah, of Krakow? It's going to be our ride for about next uh, three hours uh, or so, and we are going to the communist paradise of Nova Huta. I think you're going to be quite positively surprised. Okay. Yeah. Usually that's the reaction of people. So, okay. uh, right. yeah. So should we get in our trusty Trabant? <laughs> there's, no, there's no door on the back. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is cozy. moments like this, I'm really glad I've got short legs. <laughs> yeah, it helps to be two tiny people on this trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I told you, this one is 1986 yeah. year of production. Yeah. Uh, they started to make uh, Trabant's uh, 600, like like this one, this series, uh, in 1964. Okay. And until 1990, they made them uh, mostly the same. Yeah. It was quite unusual even in 1960s, yeah, because uh, it wasn't made of metal, uh, but uh, some kind of composite material. It's, um, it's actually called Duraplast. It was especially developed uh, in East Germany to make Trabants. You know, in 1950s, 60s, uh, they struggled with um, deliveries of steel. Yeah, it was quite expensive. Trabant was supposed to be this cheap people's car, yeah? and they just developed this material, which is actually made of uh, mostly of cotton fibers. Yeah, so, that, does that do well in crashes? Uh, <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> it's just better not to crash it and not think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but if you crash it, you know you don't have to about like insurance and stuff like this because you're not here anymore so uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. So on this, this map uh, you can see a few other areas as well around Novahuta and just to give you an idea, we came uh, all this way uh, from the city center of Krakow, it's about 8 kilometers to Novahuta. Uh, Novahuta means exactly new steelworks. Uh, so it's new steelworks uh, and it was the project to build huge steel factory and the city for workers and, uh, and their families. Yeah, so uh, it was all uh, built between 1949 to 59 as a gift from Uncle Joe, so Joseph Stalin, yeah, like we used to call him a bit ironically. But actually, the thing is that uh, Soviets uh, paid uh, uh, mostly for, for Novahuta. And, uh, you know, Poland was not really the country that was looking forward to become communist uh, during the war, after, after the war, but that's what happened. But uh, Soviets um, were aware of the fact that uh, it's not going to be very easy for a communist party here. So it was forced a lot on us, but uh, they also gave us this, yeah, for example, yeah, uh, Nova Huta, so the model communist uh, city for a kind of political, ideological reasons. Uh, first, Kraków represented the past. Yeah? Uh, it was the former capital of, uh, of Poland, city of universities, churches, uh, bourgeois people, yeah? aristocracy, traditions, yeah? everything that communists didn't like very much and they wanted to change that. Uh, for example, with building Nova Huta, which represented the future, yeah, the new generation, all built in a special style of social realism. Yeah? If you look around, you can see this is the best example of, uh, of that architecture you can find uh, in Poland. Yeah? So in terms of the buildings here, they're grey with like arches on the first floor and then yes. very symmetrical three stories of, of windows at the top. Here, the symmetry line, uh, it crosses uh, Nova Huta from the bottom here where we are uh, up to the top. I'll show you on the map. Uh, and uh, about the architecture itself, um, that's social realism, but the Polish social realism, because you can see some similar kind of architecture. For example, I know East Berlin, uh, Karl Marx Halle. But uh, here it was also inspired, influenced by, for example, Renaissance from, from, the, from the old town Kraków. Yeah, so on the one hand, they built something new and in kind of opposition to Kraków, but uh, in fact, uh, they, they used some of the elements from, from the old uh, from the old style. Okay, so this is it. Okay. Uh, you want to sit inside, outside? So we are having a pint of beer on Roses Avenue. Yarek tried to force the vodka on us, but I just couldn't. Do I don't it. think I could do I just... that now. <laughs> As the day progresses and our time in Krakow progresses, I don't. I think I'll have to. Yeah. And so we just take a wee break on our Trabant tour here in uh, just on this chairs outside uh, a restaurant bar that's been here since 1956. Mm -hmm. right. It's quite typical neighborhood mm -hmm. in a way that uh, see inside there is nursery uh, playground for children it's nice and quiet yeah um, most of them they have really nice names yeah those each units of, of uh, Nova Huta and uh, actually this one is called Urocha which stands for charming 
Yarrick takes us into the building and an apartment which has been preserved for visitors to explore. You've just walked in to this apartment and it feels like stepping into a time capsule from, I would say, the 70s. Uh, do you know, thing with this apartment is that we found it pretty much just like that, yeah? Really? We rented it um, and we had to change it, of course, a little bit, but not too much, actually, mm -hmm. yeah? Like, most of the things were already here, yeah? Because, mm -hmm. you know, like, older people didn't really change a lot, yeah? yeah? Let's start with a movie. Okay. Yeah, so it's this uh, short propaganda movie from 1951 about building Nova Huta. If you'd like to join the Communist Party later on, because it's very convincing, yeah, we have all the papers ready. Uh, okay, guys, so um, just gonna leave you for a moment and prepare something nice for you. It helps with propaganda. How did you know it's my favorite? Vodka and pickles. It's everyone's favorite. At least it should be. So we have a lovely tray here with three, well, I was going to say small glasses, but when they're filled with vodka, they feel like large glasses. And then we have three quite large pickles in a glass jar, glass bowl next to them as well. And is there a technique to this, Yurik? Yeah. Uh, first you have a shot and then you have a pickle. In one go, yeah. No, not a whole pickle, but a whole shot, yeah. Whole shot and bite the pickle. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually like pickles, should I take the biggest one? Yes. <laughs> uh, what's that? Nastrovia. 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 Ten in one. <laughs> you did well, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, pickle tastes like. great. <laughs> I hate pickles. <laughs> You can just stick to vodka, yeah. <laughs> uh, no problem. <laughs> if you're interested in history, there's definitely a lot to see and learn here about Krakow's past. But discovering just how vibrant the city is now was probably our favourite thing about this trip. We'd been staying in Kashmir's, so the next day we head to the other side of town, where we find a mix of the traditional and the very modern sides of Krakow. So we are in Pierogi Raj, which is a restaurant that Emily found when she was doing her research to see if there was a good vegetarian and vegan option for pierogies, and I think we've definitely found Yeah, so I was told that you can't come to Krakow and not eat pierogies. It's kind of like a bit of a national dish. And there are lots and lots of places um, selling them across the whole of the city, but this is the recommendation for veggie and vegan options. Nine or 12 did we order? Mm, uh, nine. Fresh out the kitchen, steaming. Uh, they're dumplings. dumplings. Yeah. They're dumplings, yeah, basically the dumplings. And traditionally, I think they're stuffed with meat and potatoes, and they have like big dollop of sour cream on mm -hmm. top. But um, we have ordered, well, I've got three different types of vegan ones. Andrew's got some vegetarian ones and a vegan yeah. option. And it's got a little thing of uh, fried up onions you have on the side. It's quite traditional. So, let's get into these. Oh, that's quite stodge. Yeah. <laughs> Good Party stodge, but stodgy. The place we're at is Pierogi Raj and it's got a whole page full of the menu of veggie and vegan ones and then it's got a whole page of the meat ones, the traditional ones, 
Um, and they're really affordable as well. So you can get, is it 10 on a plate for 15 zlotys, the cheapest? Mm -hmm. So it's 10 dumplings for three pounds. Yeah, so this is another thing off of our Krakow list. And it's just, mm -hmm. I, so we came here for the pierogies, and it's just, but it's just another sign of how good Krakow is for like vegetarians. It's incredible. Like the, the, the menu is, chock lot full of options for us so it's really nice to be able to like come somewhere and they've got more veggie and vegan options than they have meat options that is unheard of and they're all handmade the dumplings here as yep. well it says yeah so we'll finish off these pierogies and then yep. head back into the old town we walk through the pretty cobblestone streets of Krakow's historic old town before spotting a very curious building which stands out from the others in this part of the city That's the bunker. The name is uh, not accidental because uh, from the first side this building has something in common with the bunker. This is one of the first uh, brutalistic buildings in, in Krakow. It was built in the 1960s. Uh, the project, uh, the author of the project was uh, Krystyna Tołoczko-Różycka, one of the best-known Polish uh, women uh, architects. And the author of the facade, which reminds the concrete structure of, of a bunker, is Antoni Hajdecki, the, the socialistic sculptor. Yes, and as I said, the building was established in the 1960s, uh -huh. and it, started, it was the one of the first buildings which was established as a, as a municipal gallery um, dedicated to, to, to contemporary art. Oh, so it always so had this purpose. So it, was, it was always the, the, the gallery. It was always dedicated uh, to the gallery. Okay. The history is very interesting because at the beginning of the 1960s, it was called the Bureau of Artistic Exhibition, and it was a part of a huge network of the bureaus, that central was in Warsaw, and generally all uh, exhibitions were prepared in Warsaw, and then they were, they were traveling to the different, different bureaus in, in, in Poland. In the 1990s, after the transformation, it became a muni municipal gallery with, a, uh, with a independence. It was not, no longer part of uh, bureau networks, and uh, the name was changed for the banker. Actually, the, the people didn't like this building I in the 1960s. Yeah. It's quite yes. Yes. when it happened. And brutalist architect, I mean, it's got a little bit more appreciated now, but lots of people hate it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was very controversial, generally. People use this name, the banker, because they, they, they didn't like this, this, okay. this building yeah. at all. Yeah. And so you're the curator here? How long have you been the curator of the bunker? Uh, I'm curator for the one year, mm -hmm. two year. Um, I'm also working as an educator. Mm -hmm. But uh, I work in this gallery for five, five years, okay, actually. Great. I started as a gallery guard, mm -hmm. then uh, as a technician man, and, and finally I, I, I became a curator. So we went to Mosak yesterday. What does the bunker do? What's its kind of philosophy or what sort of art can you come and expect here? What sort of exhibitions will people come here and see? Okay, so maybe I will start from the, from the similarities mm -hmm. uh, which connect the bunker and Mosak. Mm -hmm. These two, two, two institutions focus on the contemporary art. But the main difference between the museum and the gallery is that the museum is focused on something which, let's say, is uh, already consecrated. And the gallery mission is to focus on the more experimental art, which, okay. for example, the young artist. Mm -hmm. But the main philosophy of the bunker is uh, to make a narration. Not only show the work, but also build some narration, which is uh, focused on some contemporary issues, some contemporary problems. Okay. Cool. Okay. So should we maybe take a little bit of a walk around the, the building or some of the exhibitions? Yes. Or? This building is actually very interesting mm -hmm. because this is not a uh, uh, typical white cube. If you okay. look around this space, you've got a lot of uh, tricky corners, etc. This exhibition is dedicated to the visual arts and poetry. 
work is uh, titled Santa Libertad. This is work uh, by Julia Kurek, this is a uh, Polish artist. And this work is inspired with uh, Santa Muerte. In, it's uh, you've got one red wall to the left of me, the rest of it is painted black. And there's this massive floor to ceiling screen in front of me with a projective image of a, a woman. Krakow's really struck us as like quite a young, vibrant city. It's got a student population where it feels like there's a lot of energy and like creativity. creativity. Is there quite a creative artistic community within the city or coming to the city? I think so, yes. From the one side, we've got the two institutes. Uh, institution, municipal institution. We've got the Academy of Fine Arts in Krakow, but also lots of uh, small independent galleries here in Krakow. Most of them are, for example, in the flats, old warehouses, etc. But generally, Krakow live, lives also with, uh, with, uh, with smaller events like um, festivals of, uh, of independent galleries, like mm -hmm. cracker, crack, crackers. I'm really glad that we added yeah. this to our itinerary here in Krakow. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to show us Thank you. It was a very nice time. Thank you. Yeah. No, no, thank you. So that's us reached the end of our time in Krakow. I had a great time. What did you, what did you think, Andrew? Yeah, it's just kind of our sort of place to come and like hang out for a few days. Not to rush too far. You can walk to most places or hop on the tram, but you know it's really walkable city, pretty compact really affordable as well we found this incredibly affordable um because it's not although it's part of the eu it's not actually on the euro which i think is an important oh, thing tonight yeah we it's should yeah. number one tip is it's <laughs> not on the euro so don't come with lots of euros yeah. uh but yeah we found it got a really creative fun vibe to it i feel kind of like i've been banging on about the vegan veggie food scene just because i'm so overwhelmed by it the choices here are phenomenal so this has been our second time in Krakow. I doubt it's going to be our last. We've come away with a really good impression. Mm -hmm. That's been a perfect little sort of break together. For more information on our trip to Krakow, you can find full details via the Try Somewhere News section on Ryanair.com. Be sure to check out the other episodes of this podcast too, as we explore Porto, Bordeaux, Bologna and Malta. Don't forget to subscribe, follow or favourite the show in your usual podcast app and drop us a rating and review if you enjoyed listening. This was a Boom Shakalaka production for Ryanair, produced by Arlie Adlington. Mm -hmm.